Here's a place where all of us can be safe. Our stories of transformation can be safe, and all the things we want to research are safe here. This is Safe Space with Cheyenne. I'm really excited you're here, and I hope you stick around for a while, because I've got a lot to show you before I leave Earth. I love you guys. Hello, my friends. Welcome back in. I have Katie Ladwig from Auric Violet Essence again, coming back on to update us on her new personal transformations and also the transfer of her business that she did not see coming, but you never know what's going to happen on the road of, I guess, transformation. So she's going to come in today and let us know about her new business and all of her wonderful new collective business partners. And um, we're also going to do a little bit of beginner tarot knowledge. And who knows, maybe we'll talk about Reiki and energy and definitely just want to get into uh, what Katie's been up to since the last time I saw her. How you doing? Good. Thanks for having me on today. Oh, I love talking with you. And I am so excited for you to update everybody um, from where you were last time. So last time you opened up in Wichita, that's definitely, you know, the direction that we were going. We had everything set up and then... um, you got an amazing opportunity 10 times closer to home Mm because I don't know if we mentioned it in the last episode, but you were driving like an hour there and an hour back just to go to work, which I mean, if you got to do it, you got to do it though. (laughs) But I think uh, the new opportunity coming up with the place that's like 10 minutes, yeah, Yeah. not that far from your home just makes obviously a uh, financial decision. Yeah. Right. Saving all and that And it kind of just landed in my lap. I mean, it wasn't. That's how it happened. <laughs> yeah. But the reason I bring it up, though, before you take over is because I know with even anything outside of spirituality, just a job where you're supposed to live, a home, is this the direction I'm supposed to be going? Am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? If you really do cling on to the expectations of what you think you should be doing at that time, you could have completely missed this whole opportunity in the sign. So it's a really good testament to you still have to go with the flow. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're still not in control, but you are in control. Right. And it can change in a split second. And it can change. And it changed positively. Like this isn't any like cautionary tale by any means. It's just like I'm still listening to the guidance of my soul in, mm-hmm. a, in a way. So talk to us about that. So I really like how you mentioned the guidance of the soul because this opportunity of working in Hutchinson kind of fell on my lap. I was dedicated to my studies and working in Wichita. And then my friend Annie, who started the Balance Salon Spa and Wellness, the one that I became a part of, it, told me very clearly I'm doing this and I see you a part of it. And I was kind of like, what? I'm in Wichita. What are you talking about? And it, everything she said came to fruition. So I work at Balanced Salons and Spa, and we offer a plethora of services ranging from spiritual needs to beauty and wellness. And we have an infrared sauna, massage therapist, esthetician, lashes, cosmetology, and so much more. The team of wonderful women I work with are dedicated to bringing a safe space for others' body, mind, and soul needs in the long haul and in the current. Annie, I've already spoke about. She's the owner. Uh, She is the cosmetologist. The idea was born from her. Amanda does nails and cosmetology. 
Constance does massage and Reiki. Corinne is a cosmetologist. JL does lashes and is an esthetician. Heather does massage therapy and Reiki. Christy does lashes and Reiki. And Morgan is an esthetician. And so how I fit in the mix is I provide Reiki services and education, sound healing, chakra balancing, and I also give tarot readings and classes. Okay, so I will say that I actually met you at your office before we came and did the episode at your house today. Thank you so much for letting me into your home and letting me meet like your dogs and your cats and taking me on a tour of everything. <laughs> I loved it. Um, but when I walked into the business, I absolutely love the building. I love the energy. I love the feel of it. Right when you walk in, it feels extremely homey. All yes. all of the people that I met, I got to meet Annie and what was JL. it? JL. Yes. yes. Oh, what a sweet, sweet soul. And she has such cool glasses and such cool <laughs> yes, tattoos. I agree. Yeah, I love I love that you allowed me to just walk around the whole building and get my own feel. But my favorite thing about not just all the services that you offer is anytime a bunch of women can work together and use their positive collective energies for the betterment of humanity in general yes. that is a place that i really love to go and just scoop up some energy in. and the fact that you have that many powerful women in one place all working together is just really a testament on almost all the work that you guys have done as well yes. because um i mean i've worked in some places with a lot of women and it usually means it's a lot of drama <laughs> so especially when it's you know mind body and soul services all working together it's just a really fascinating environment to be in and you can get everything you want in the same building right and, and in our building we also have a chiropractor and there is a uh, therapist we are not they're not in our same office but they're in the same building mm -hmm. so it's like the overarching building provides well small businesses have to work together like right. it's you know like love thy neighbor in a business format you got to be like hey Check them out, too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's great when a bunch of businesses work together. It's still really good collective energy. So I loved it, and I can't wait to come and definitely check out the sauna. Oh, yes. Uh, we have packages, and I right now I don't know the numbers, but they do have where you can use it multiple times a week. And um, I am an hour away, but you're making me think. <laughs> well, uh, we have a Facebook balance uh, website mm -hmm. or a Facebook site. Mm -hmm. And then I also have the Auric Violet Essence on Facebook. Mm -hmm. So either way, we're definitely accessible on Facebook. Mm -hmm. So so you did say that you, I mean, thank you for listing on your services. I love all of the things that not only you do, but you're also educated in. Yeah. Because again, like you're just rooting along to that PhD and all of right. the things that I love studying almost like habitually. I don't do it to get a not say to get a degree, but I'm like, oh, I never thought about actually like studying this and getting that pretty little piece of paper that goes, yeah, yeah I studied that. <laughs> yeah, I think that's amazing. But you do get to teach classes. I do. Yes. Yes. And, and you go out into the community and teach classes. But like, say I wanted to work one on one with you, I'm able actually to set up like a Zoom call with you. Yes. So I do virtual. So okay, even great. if you can't make it to Hutchinson, I do. Um and if there are multiple classes, I look at packages versus per class. You know. Oh, for sure. You have to. Yes. Especially with your credentials. <laughs> Thank you. Um, what I'm looking at today is we were talking about 
these tarot classes that I provide. And I was going to give a little snippet of the classes that I, so what I have personally done is I have learned education across the board in this topic. And I've decided what was most important to me, class one, what did I need to know next? Like what built on what for me? Because I can look at books and read in the beginning, there might be a plethora of information that is not applicable yet. I have to get these other things down and then that comes into play. Mm -hmm. So when I made my classes, I did them in the order that it most was beneficial and educational for me to be able to give to the person that I'm reading for. Because it does change when you're reading for yourself versus another individual. So... I do have, we were talking about tarot intentions. That was the name of what we were teaching, right? Okay. So where I was going to begin with this is we have the major arcana and the minor arcana. The major arcana is all the main cards, zero through 22, fool through the the world. Today, we're going to focus on the minor arcana. So major arcana is divine has its hand on your life. It's its input. And the minor is more every day. The aces are all divine energy. The royal family is how I view it. How you mature your own energy to get out of cyclical or karmic cycles. Because 2 through 10 is a karmic cycle. So if you get into the royal family, you have cleared that cycle out is how I read it. Therefore, when we're talking about intentions in the minor arcana, every element is assigned assigned to a a suit. Mm -hmm. So we have swords is your air element. Then you have cups is your emotions, your water element. You have wands is your fire. And then you have pinnacles as your earth, or in my opinion, the physical manner. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so for example, like if I either do a reading on myself or somebody else does a reading on me and I just see like a bunch of cups come out. I got some emotions that I'm either going through at the time that you can see on the spread or like some stuff that I'm not dealing with because Mm -hmm. it's just all over the deck. Oh, yeah, yeah. All over the spread. So what I would say as the cups... Um, definitely there is a lot of emotional things that you're feeling and seeing and maybe even refusing to feel and see. That's Mm -hmm. been my uh, experience. I would say that when you're trying to manifest whatever reality you're trying to bring into the physical with the tarot, it shows us, in my opinion, an order that really makes sense because to me swords when you have anything happen either in the spiritual the subconscious the mind at any point anything that you're going to manifest has to go into the mind first so that's swords energy then after we think something we feel it so that's the cups energy so i'm in the emotion so i would say swords is the furthest from actually manifesting so that would be the fourth and then the cups to me is the third because you have to feel it And then once you feel an emotion about that, we go into the wands, which is the fire and the passion to doing something about it, being able to go out and change something to the pinnacles because the pinnacles is completion. You've brought it into your physical. It's super worldly. Yes. It's like a suit of the world card, in my opinion, when it pops out. Yes. Yeah. And so if you're trying to manifest, so you're saying, oh, I'm in my cups. So 
another thing that we can discuss here in a little bit is two through 10 is always a karmic cycle. If you are having a whole bunch of cups and you're in that two through 10. You should say like, I know karma always has like a, oh, I'm going to read bad karma or something like that. But it's good mm-hmm. karma and mm-hmm. bad karma yeah. that we're discussing. It's just like there is no white or black. In right, it. It's right. based on obviously the cycles and the decisions that you've made, you know, just to bring right. the ownership back to your energy. Because I know as soon as people are like, hear karma, they immediately are like, ah. Oh, yeah. You know, it's kind of like everybody gets a guilty conscience when karma comes up. Right. right? But if you've but sent out love and acceptance yeah. and things of that vibration, what do you get? Would you get negative karma for those tasks? That's what I ask my clients all the time when they're scared. Mm-hmm. I say, if you send out love, are you going to get hate back? Very true. Very true. Um, the other thing is that each of the swords, wands, pinnacles, and cups are actually have their zodiac element assigned to them. So through the different ones, I'll just grab a couple. Um, Aries is fire, clearly. And then... Well, it's great that you brought that because we're kind of in the season of like <laughs> Aries and Moon. So yeah. if, you, if you didn't burn your manifestations, I mean, that's okay. That's not your thing. But any time that I can use fire... With any of my new moon stuff, I do. Yes. Yes, you know, the emperor is the card for Aries. And clearly that's fire. Taurus is earth. You know, we got cancer for cups. We got Gemini for swords, air. We got Leo for fire. You know, we have all these different astrologies that are assigned to this. And so you can definitely take, what season am I in? What are my own signs? What is my own this, that, and the other? You could read that into tarot as well to bring your manifestations about. Well, I also think it still taps you into the collective energy, right? So Mm -hmm. if we understand that we're in Aries energy in this certain moon phase, we know how to work with energies that are already there that are truly beyond us. So Mm -hmm. you can connect, obviously, individually and like soul level wise, but then like collective energy wise. That is another way that I love to read tarot or even Oracle as well, Mm -hmm. because so many people go more crazy with their individual like problems, issues, life lessons, whatever you want to call them. And I forget, I'm like, you're a part of a collective. Like there is a thing as collective karma, good or bad, whatever you want to call it. So yes, like these things are presenting themselves in your physical reality right now. But keep in mind, like it's not just all yours. You are working for a bigger thing outside of yourself. Right. And that can be shown just simply on your cards, just by educating yourself on these little details in the background as well. Right. Yes. Speaking of educating yourself on some of these nuances of tarot, if you will, there's a numerology number theme itself assigned to tarot. So I had spoken about, you know, two through ten is a karmic cycle. Uh, Aces are new beginnings from the divine. Two's balancing, weighing. Three's completion, creation. Four's stability, grounding. Five's, you got conflicts and challenges with five. Six, that's more balance, harmony, and nurturing. And honestly, six, as I see, has vulnerability cards. Uh, Seven, possibilities, creativity. Eight is work, material success, wealth. Nines is completions and endings. And then I believe that 10 is removing that from your cycle. So like nines end it. 
But 10, you're going through the last bits of energy to get it out of yourself. If we're looking at odd numbers, you're breaking away. It's masculine. It's about leadership. If it's even, harmony, balance, femininity energy. Ascending numbers are gains and yes. Descendings are lost, no. So that's a very general, just quick bulleted, you can go so much further with these little education bits. I also have a book I'm currently working. It is not my book. I own a book um, that I'm currently working with online to produce content. And it's Tarot Cards, The Hidden Symbols Explained by Derek Johnson. And this specific book goes in and it says, if you see acorns in this in the cards, that's what this means. If you see a brick wall, if you see this, and it's getting all of these little bits and putting them together to make the whole so that you can read for yourself or whomever. Didn't you also say one, I think in one of the last episodes that we did, we talked about the succession of numbers, whether it's going up or going down, and that was a really good indicator for you, especially based on your level of education that you've Mm -hmm. done with tarot that like if say I have like a two of cups a ten of pentacles and then it goes I don't know I mean I guess I could just say like ace of wands really quick just to make this succession go higher right that that's also leading you into I mean, not a tower moment, right? Because the numbers are. I would going say with up. the ace. So with the two to the ten, I would say that is progressing. And even when you say, "Well, what about the ace of wands?" I would even say that that's progression, and that you have cleared out a cycle and you've started a new passionate, fire leaning, creative, traveling type energy. It's on the go. Mm-hmm. A new opportunity in that because aces is the divine. Divine is yes, it's giving to you. So mm-hmm. I would say, yeah, that is definitely what you'd say is on point in that case. That's how I would look at it. Yeah, that's what I would look at it too. I just want to make sure I was hearing it properly because I'm still like, I'm still your student sitting, <laughs> sitting in front of you. I know I'm asking the questions, but I'm like, right. oh, okay. Well, if you went two, ten, six, I would really question then what the future card is because I would read the two as the past the 10 is where you are, the six or the ace being where you're going. Mm-hmm. So I would see if you went up and then down like that, if you went from two to 10 and then to six, I would say that you did not clear out a karmic cycle. That's what I was just going to say is it sounds like you might have cleared most of it out because you like made it to 10, right? But mm-hmm. since it's sending you back in, it dictates cyclical energy shooting Mm -hmm. you back into something that you might have missed so maybe at the level energy of six maybe that vulnerability Mm -hmm. maybe you had a hard time giving and taking with fear that you would not receive Mm -hmm. things like that which can give us the lack mindset it's different things so it'll have you in plus the thing about healing or growing is it's not linear so it's very spiral and like there are things that I feel like I have healed and felt and moved on from and then I go through a healing through another area of my life and then it takes me right back to say that six because you learned this over there now go back over to that equation again and live that energy through to the 10. I also kind of think of it like it's a video game where you keep going you know like maybe you like die on level five and you come back and then you you're like, okay, I've already done this before. I've learned this faster. I've I've picked up this new bag of tricks. So then when you get to that level again, if you're actually able to 
you know, finish the level to go to six, yes. well, then you just had to go back and almost like widen your perspective and think about it in a multitude of different ways. Just like if you think about astrology, this is the perfect example of a Mercury retrograde and what it actually does to you when you're doing that work. And it's like, oh my gosh, it's retrograde, like technical <laughs> difficulties and things are going to mess up and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, no, retrogrades are making you go back and dig deeper in mm -hmm. what you think you've already technically healed. Mm -hmm. So I just think that's a really good example of that. Yeah, that's very beautiful to put to line it that way with because tarot is connected to universal knowledge. Mm -hmm. Universal knowledge is the dance we all Oh, there's two. so much. I mean, truly, it's all a lot of symbolism. Like, I prefer Tarot and Oracle just as like a, it's almost like a barrier for me. Mm -hmm. Almost like I can, I can see the direction that we're heading and what we're going to talk about. But I always say that I'm playing like Pictionary almost with my third <laughs> eye and my clear audience. And it does come down in pieces. Like anybody that's like, oh, I, I just literally have a constant stream of thoughts. Sometimes I have a teleprompter where I can channel things, mm -hmm. but the cards are a really, really great barrier for me because I'm like, oh, okay, it's cups. It's a picture. Yeah, okay, cups. So I know, like, this is what we're focusing on right now. This is what's blocking this. This is what needs to be cleared, and on and on and on and on. But it is a collage of so many different, like, systems, beliefs, theologies, science right. wrapped up into one to assist it's a tool. It's not going to give you winning lottery numbers. Right. You know, it's not the Hollywood-esque, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. That's, that's one of the biggest things that I've found about it um, with people outside of it that either don't study it or there is a mysticism around it mm -hmm. is it's like they put so much power in the cards alone. Right. Whether, yes. oh, like a death card's flipping over. I'm like, yeah, that means like ending cycles and rebirth right? in a way. And like the tower moment doesn't always have to be a big no, colossal. I had a positive tower moment when I moved offices. Exactly. That was but if it comes down in tarot, it still has a negative connotation that I think it's really good to be like, again, it's kind of like karma, good and bad. Mm -hmm. You know, and again, you're not in control of everything. And I think those moments show you that you're not, even if you're going and doing the right thing, it's still like, hey, well, are your, are your eyes wide enough to see that this perspective, like this opportunity is in front of you? Or do you just have tunnel vision on what you think you're supposed to be doing? It's still a positive ego trip. Right. Right. So it's still something that you have to audit all the time. But you did say something to me earlier about like you got into tarot first with all of your studies, right. like really going down into it. And then you um, were, your intuition guided you towards energy work. Right. And after studying both of them, in retrospect, you were like, if I would have found energy work and then tarot, this is what how I would have actually applied it. So if I had known energy before tarot, I would have understood about how you can formulate questions. When you first read tarot, you want to be very clear without cutting off the universe from giving you its answers. So what I mean by that is you want to verbalize your question in a way of you can't say something like, am I going to get money? That's way too vague. But you can't say, or can't, you should not say, um, am I going to walk into Dylan's and win that thing and get a hundred dollars? That's limiting the universe of how it can bring you 
abundance. So you would say something along the lines of, if I choose this new position, will that increase my money, my abundance? However you want to say that, because then it allows you're being very clear on what you're asking about. When you learn about energy and Reiki, I have learned how to embody that or really feel that energy in the heart space and the chakra and then have it push out to the hands. So that that's really when you're doing energy work. So what I do now when I get the cards is I concentrate on that energy and not so much a question. When you're beginning to learn to read tarot or when you're beginning even with energy, you don't want to start there. That, is, that leaves it too open, too much to be determined by your own, you know. So I would really say that I would read people differently if I had known what I knew. If I had done energy first and then tarot. I have always heard from anybody that retrospects how they got into it. Because again, I really do think that your intuition really presents stuff in front of you for a reason. Like, yeah, maybe there was a reason you were supposed to go to tarot first Mm -hmm. and then energy work. So then you could have that retrospection. Oh, my personality is very, I need to touch the physical. I need to see it to understand it. And then if you would have thrown energy work on me back then, I wouldn't have been able to understand it. Exactly. (laughs) So, I mean, it's not like a one size fits all. I really do think depending on your journey, where you're supposed to go, if it's what you're supposed to do at all, um, the retrospect is 10 times more valuable than going, oh, like looking back, I wish I would have gotten that. But because you understand the importance of it more with the direct experience you had, I don't know if you can necessarily like, yeah, you can go forward and be like, oh, I see you're getting into this. You should probably dabble in just understanding energies too. <laughs> it's something that I learned for my personal journey. And it's one of those little notches that I had. So since I see you, if it if I'm presenting this to your intuition, if you like it, pick it up. If you don't, mm-hmm. like put it down. Mm-hmm. Um, because Reiki is the number one recommended thing that I talk to most, like any energy practitioners, however high up on the master scale they are or whatever. They're always like, yeah, if you're a beginner, the energy's already all around you. And no matter what and anything in spirituality you're going to get into, you're messing with energies. You're becoming more aware of the frequencies. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think that that's actually like another powerful lesson. It is. And to utilize the energies that are there, Reiki is only one set of energy work amongst thousands. So many. Quantum Touch is the second one that comes to mind after Mm -hmm. Reiki. And then I know I have so many different books on my bookshelf that I like to dive into and go, oh, maybe one day. (laughs) But I'm good. I'm glad that I'm not to the point where I'm like, oh, I I have to learn all of this at the same time. And I have to do this before this. I really take my studies super, super slow. Mm -hmm. And like we said earlier when we were talking about it, I love relearning um, the same things over and over from a different perspective because you can only integrate so much from one curriculum, one lesson, even one book. So if you go back, it's kind of like rewatching a movie. You're like, oh, I didn't see that before. Right. <laughs> and then it connects more and more and more. And I think that is the humbleness of always being the student. You can mm-hmm. check in and out like, yeah, there's a calling for teachers all around and guidance. But if you, I always heard like, if you want to be a teacher, you have to learn how to be a good student. Mm-hmm. And 
And to always go back to being a student. Yeah, no matter what. You can have 100 Reiki certifications, but if you're sitting in 101 and you go, oh, I've already had 100, you're walking into that experience like, oh, my cup is full. You can't. You can't go any further than that. I'm not going to mm-hmm. overflow it, you know. Mm-hmm. And it, it really is ego driven to sit there with a book full of certificates and be like, oh, can't can't go any further. Oh, that's right. That's wrong. That's right. That's oh, wrong. Yeah. And just start okay, keeping kind of in a sense. Yeah. And I mean, I think it just shows like no matter how educated or enlightened or whatever you want to call it. I mean that um, human and egotistical side of you can always come out and has to be audited all the time. And there's also the aspect when you're reading that I say continuously from my opinion, this is my perception because I see the world of energy and tarot and ego, if you will, one way. And the next person might see, well, you translated that way, but I see this. Are we both wrong? Are we both right? It is what it is. I think it's just the perception. If you know that you're one of nine billion perceptions, (laughs) it would be really, really... um, Well, I'm just thinking like a derogatory term far past the word of egotistical to be like, no, I'm right, and I know I'm right. Like you said earlier, I'm the authority. Yeah, I'm the Alpha Omega in this conversation. Like when you have that sort of knowledge you know like that that's a little scary that's kind of a warning sign to know to get away from that person because they don't have the whole no matter how many books you read we're all just trying to figure it the f out right so doesn't matter here's my piece of the collective here's my understanding of the collective let's bring it together let's take notes let's tape this together I learned from study, you, you learned from me. And yeah, that's the thing like is barter and trade with the universe. Almost. Right. And systems of energy and all that. It's as time has gone on, it's been very eye opening to be able to, as far as other people see, oh, you're so quote unquote far on your terror journey. I still learn things from newbies, like mm-hmm. just talking to them. And to me, having credentials on the wall does nothing but show my clients that I have spent time uh, committing myself to learning ways that can benefit you. Because although, yes, I have learned and I'm integrating them into my own life, I want somebody to be able to say, okay, she's taking the time. I'm going to a good source. That does not mean I'm an authority on anything. Mm -hmm. That means that I went through that level of information And I'm a resource if you choose me to be, like you said, pick it up or don't. I'm not for everyone. Absolutely. And so that would want to be for everybody. That would be absolutely exhausting. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, absolutely exhausting. One of my favorite quotes is the more I know, the more I realize I know nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you could study your whole life. You could hermit it up with the library of anything possible. And still at the end of the day, you're just like, damn, like the knowledge just keeps going and going Mm -hmm. and going like infinitely. There are too many areas of interest that I could not cover them all in one life like, I, yeah, span. I don't, I don't have enough in this lifespan when I think of all the things I want to learn. So I'm always going back and auditing about, okay, so obviously I'm interested in these 10 things. And I'm really excited about all of them because, you know, they all interconnect somehow. They all really do a lot come from the same ancient text in a way. It's just repeated. Right. And, like translated for modern times over and over and and did you know that each system as i've been in school learning each religion system basically is quantifying the same thing but using different words to say the same thing 
Yeah, but it's it's almost like advertisement. Right. If you want yeah. like a parallel to it. It's just like how do we get them to engage in this? We must cater it to them in this format in this manner mm-hmm. with not technically taking out the origin of it, but we're going to tinker with the uh, presentation of it. Yeah. To make sure that, you know, it's digestible to it lands a certain the newer way. people. Yeah. I mean, yeah. well, take the Bible into consideration. You think of all the versions there are of the Bible and the ones that's they, thou, though, they, like, yeah. it, they don't speak the way that we speak now. So if you're going back and reading that book, you're like, wow, this is kind of hard for me to digest because I'm not used to the way that this is even written. Mm-hmm. But if you go to an updated one, and they just spit it right at you in a modern translation. You're like, oh, that's what they mean? <laughs> you know, it's technically the same thing based on, you know, we could get into changing stuff and all of that, but we don't have to. But it's still the same thing. Everything's going to have to be upgraded for the advancements in humanity mm-hmm. in the collective. And again, it's not good or bad. It's just the information that's out there. True. That's very, very true. true. Yeah. But I think that's a really good... Um, really good piece of advice you're not the only one that was like looking back i wish i could have done that but again there's so many different systems and i know that you have so you have your masters in tarot i do list list them off okay let's go through this currently i have my masters in tarot i have my masters in reiki i am in my grandmaster with reiki currently i have my bachelor's in metaphysical sciences i'm in my master's there and I have sound healing and chakra balancing. Okay. And then when you say grandmaster in Reiki, that means you have studied level one. to One through four. So my the levels that I am studying now is five through 20. Okay. So I have one through four done. Yeah. It's not just like one class and you're done. No. Yeah. It not takes mine. forever. And again, the integration of all of it is the yes. most important thing with learning any type of energy and really understanding... Right. Right, How it because feels. I could hypothetically go online and purchase in whatever amount of system, number of systems I would like to purchase. Mm-hmm. And it is actually, I could just log in and say, hey, I want my certificate, send me this attunement. I don't do that. Like you said, I take time, I take each symbol, We take. I take a week, I take a few days and figure out how that works. Because if you just throw in symbol after symbol and you're not working with it and you're not changing your life to bring that energy in it's a cause in my world it's a cause for disaster because it's just bypassing the lesson so that you can have the information which is how i view it egotistical because i'm not helping anyone then i have this certificate it's look at me i have all of this body this practice yes and And that's what is your intention behind wanting to learn it anyways is it because it's just like some new spiritual fad? No, for me, it kind? unlocks so much trauma and things that I work through mm-hmm. that for me, as I'm learning it, I'm becoming a new person to myself. The person I was when we interviewed the first time to the person I am today is substantially different. And a lot of that is sitting because when you attune me to a new symbol, I'm going to feel a thousand different emotions potentially. And it's my job to then sit with it afterwards and go, what is this? What is that? Versus throw a whole bunch of in- energy in and not work it out at all. And then I can't truly with a client work with that energy with them because it's chaos inside me. Mm-hmm. 
But I also think that that shows a responsibility in your personal energy centers. And I think that people, there is a spiritual bypassing, not just in your own inner work, but also when you can and can't work on people. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, if I'm sick and I'm showing symptoms, I probably shouldn't go to work. Mm -hmm. It's energetic sickness. And if you're whatever labels we need as human beings to call it, we can call it purging. We can call it a dark night of the soul. We can mercury retrograde, like whatever's coming around. Like if your energy needs your attention and your healing and you have to take time off, that is a huge responsibility. Mm. And I think it needs to be definitely addressed more because I think so many people get excited with helping people in just a healing gift format, whatever you've studied, Mm -hmm. whatever your gift is, that um, you can't adopt a a martyrism about it where you're Mm -hmm. like, no, I must, I must read. And you wear yourself out. Yeah. And you're not doing airplane rules, which is you put your mask on first before the person next to you. And you have to do that. I mean, you have to do that with being a mother, going to job, balancing your anything out of the spiritual realm. But then when you get into spirituality, you're tapping into a greater awareness of what is actually out there, what has been hidden from us, higher frequent higher frequencies, lower frequencies. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing too, is a lot of people take this information and they're like, oh, I have to bypass or I can bypass negative frequencies when no, 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 you actually have to be able to feel and go into that dark side of you, or as Jung called it, that shadow, if you will, Mm -hmm. you have to be able to do that because the further in your darkness you can go, the deeper your roots go, the higher you ascend. But the shadow is you. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is something that people don't like accepting in the beginning because the shadow is not only everything that everyone else outside of you is condemned unlovable and just, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. like, no, 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 no. You've also considered it unlove, which mm-hmm. is where the split has come in, whether you've been programmed that way, whether it's generational trauma passed down. So going to that shadow side, my favorite is a meditation when I started doing shadow work, especially with all the dark night of the soul stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I was just like, you are me, you know, like you're, you're my devil angel, so to speak. So um, I claim you let's like, let's figure this stuff out. And I did a lot of journaling prompts where, you know, I just started at the age, you know, like what, like, who were you before the world got you? That's where the start of the timeline was. The, okay, age eight, great. So what what split me at age eight to where mm-hmm. like this, this shadow started to like develop in, like as my husband would say, he's like, there's a big black garbage bag over here. And if anything doesn't feel nice, I'll just kind of throw it in there. Mm-hmm. And then like, I'll just keep it over there. It's still there. <laughs> you know, you can bypass it all day long, but you're eventually going to go have to do it. Right. So, yeah, because I mean, the shadow side is you just so I don't keep repeating like, oh, my gosh, which I will say my favorite representation. I love Carl Jung's worth work. I love like Alan Watts and all of that. Um, Like there's a Buddhist context that says, like, purify your disposition. And it's a whole subject on teaching that your ego isn't bad. You're not supposed to kill this black, ucky demon inside of you. You're supposed to like make peace with it and understand like this is actually a part of me whether it's a part of my spirit or my human self and you learn to control those sides just because you can you know get really pissed and you're like oh i'm gonna go set that person on fire like (laughs) you know you don't really do that 
Right. You don't do anything like that. But the fact that people deny that they have like this darkness in them just on our animalistic instincts alone, Mm -hmm. it's something to be like, oh, that needs a collar put around it. Great. Yep. That's a part of me. And you still have to go love it. Darkness is void of light. Unlovable Mm -hmm. is just void of love and the highest frequency that we know, whether you're Christian and upwards of any theology you want to throw at me, it's love is everything. And unconditional love is the highest, highest power. And the scene from Little Nicky always comes out where he's like, let the light out. And then, you know, like, <laughs> like bunnies and he feeds like chicken to demons and all this oh stuff. Oh my gosh. Like, and it's just, it's the comedic, like, counteracting powers of like, no matter what, like, love is always going to win. Just like the Beatles said, all you need is love. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So going back to your services. Yes. If I want to come, okay, one, if I want to come see you in Hutchinson, I'm able to... So as of right now, you are able to book online. Um, if you go to my Facebook site, I at Auric Violet Essence is my Facebook uh, profile. I'll have a link below. All right. The, thank you. The site, um, when you go there, it'll say like squaresite.com. It's the first pinned, and that gives you online. I currently have not figured out how to distinguish a virtual client, so I will get that ironed out we'll get that figured out yes but if i did still want to do like one-on-one class with you and stuff yes. i would book it with you your yes. facebook is the best way to get yeah. a hold of you and your website and honestly if you're gonna book anything like classes with me you might as well message me before you even schedule because um my classes when i do a group is three hours mm-hmm. and then you know for one class and then if i'm one-on-one it's generally two because I can get through the information for you faster. I would schedule that like private, you know, I would schedule that one for you and we would discuss prices because if you take multiple classes, I'm not going to charge you my hourly rate. I'm going to give you a class yeah, package. package yes. individual. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. And I mean, I'm definitely excited to see what you continuously like learn yes. and dredge up and Again, like the transformation process never ends, which is why I'm excited right. that you came back on to talk about, look at here, <laughs> Just a like, few months I, later. You know, I thought I was on this path and I'm still on the right path no matter what, but I love that you Purple. were you were able, like, again, the opportunity landed in your lap. You were able to see that that's the direction you were supposed to be going. Even if I was in your shoes, I would have done the same thing because I wouldn't want to just commute that far when I can build up there. Mm -hmm. But I just think that that's really important to understand that the creator, God, divine, whatever you want to call your creator and higher power, um, they're always working for you. They're never working (laughs) against you. And you just have to really be open, have the faith, and really let go of the expectation of even the dreams that you're working on. Right. Like, it's not just you, mm-hmm. you know. Some days you're a Sims character, some days you're in charge. <laughs> well, and with my classes, too, and at this that we're building up here in town, the other ladies that I work with, some of them host their own classes. I know, uh, I believe Heather has a meditation that she holds. I, I think it's a class. Uh, the other, there was, Connie was doing divine with womb healing that's mm. what it was she does yeah, that's powerful yes and so the like other people at balance are having other classes so we also look at the balance facebook because there's going to be other opportunities than just or i mean not just learning with me but <laughs> yeah i mean i think everybody needs options 
Yes. It's not, we're one of 9 billion people. We need options. Yes. We And we have to trust our gut and this is the way that I'm going to go right now. And hey, maybe I'll circle back to this and maybe I won't. But like I said, I just appreciate you coming back on and updating us and then breaking down tarot because I think it's easily like beginner digestible with the things that you taught us today. Well, thank you. And I, I look forward to seeing what else that you do. And again, I really appreciate you letting me set up in your humble abode. My home office. Yes, your home <laughs> office. So um, do you have any um, advice that you would like to give before we present the music of the day? Well, yes. And before I say that, thank you for having me on. This is, I have missed seeing you. I know me having this opportunity back here, we don't get to see each other as often. We don't, but when we do, it's super freaking special. So lit with cards and mm, <laughs> cards and crystals and so much fun. Yeah. And lunch. And yes. <laughs> uh, my honestly, the biggest advice that I have is Truly, uh, pay attention to your phases. Most people learn the beginning with the moon of how to cleanse and do those things. You can do it with the moon. Um, also, you have your own internal clock where you will know your own phases. And that with tarot is the biggest thing because if you know yourself better than a deck of cards can, then if it's saying, hey, you need a release right now, you can go and say, hey, you know what? Right now I'm in the middle of a manifestation practice. In a week and a half, I know I'm going to be at a place of releasing. Mm -hmm. So instead of stopping what you're doing and release because the cards told you, you listen to your own time. and yeah, intuition and discernment. Yeah, and then the other thing I would say to that too is I have had so many times, the most common example I have is a person coming to me saying, is my partner, we broke up, are they coming back, you know, whatever, what do I need to know? Or saying, are we going to break up? And then I do a reading and and sometimes like a read a spread will say just flat out it's going to look terrible. And then that person chooses to look at some of the information I had said and they go, they change one thing in their relationship and then it comes back to life or their outcome is different. So what I'm trying to say is just because you have a read, it's not set in stone. You can choose some small change and the outcomes can be dramatic and you Absolutely. didn't even see it. So, and, and a third thing, sorry, I got kind of three. You got it. Thing. <laughs> back to back readings of the same topic. Where's the energy thin? <clears throat> Excuse me. It wears the energy thin. That's how I, view it it's harder to hold on to it and to feel it versus if you say week one I ask about the subject maybe week two I ask how can I improve the subject week three I get a pulse reading again mm -hmm. week four what can you know it's a different question instead of saying is Susie Q coming back is Bradley Joe like me you know whatever just that same hit mm -hmm. and it it goes so much more beyond just personal relationships mm -hmm. But that's These the are just like examples. Generic, yes. generic examples I could say. My what I'm seeing why you're saying that is I think it's really important if you want to see progress to write it down and journal about mm -hmm. it. Because there's so much that you miss and so much that you forget that you're not your brain can't store all of your evolution right. in your head like that. So if you're gonna start something and you really want to see the progress, write it down, right. right? Everything you're feeling, seeing, shedding everything. And then when you have those days where you feel like you're a little stuck or you're like, mm -hmm. oh, 
You can go back. What am I doing? Yeah, you need those retrospect days and be like, oh my gosh. Right. Like four weeks ago, that was a really big fucking deal. (laughs) And now, like, I just realized that, like, that's not an issue anymore. And it's been cleared because, again, you got to let that faith come in and do its job. Right, right. They're just tools. Yes. Um, and intuition and discernment are two of Huge. my favorite things that I love talking about with any and intention. It's all about intention, beginning to end. But one going more. throughout it, you really have to learn to create that relationship with not only your gut, but your heart space. Because right. that's going to be the amplifier and the truth teller and the connection that just that's opens facts. it all up. And yeah, facts on that. And what I would say to my last little fourth bit of information is... Tarot is not a party trick. Tarot, yes, you can, hey, do me a reading at a party, great. There's nothing wrong with that. What I mean when I say that is to say, I am not a therapist, and there are times when I will be doing tarot for a client, and it will remind them of a situation that I am not qualified to help them dig into as far as a mental health perspective. Mm -hmm. That's one thing with tarot we have to respect and understand that we will open up some of these doorways. And sometimes when those doorways get open, we need someone outside of ourselves to kind of say, hey, things are okay. So when I say that, and that's not everybody's uh, experience, I also say that because there are so many people I see, they're just like, give me a tarot reading. And then they find out information that they had forgot about. And Mm -hmm. then they're at a party and the rest of the night they're upset and don't know why. So it's, it's be respectful. Yeah, I think that's a really good way to wrap it up because it's true. It's not it's not a party trick. It should be respected Mm -hmm. and it is a tool. It's not again, it's not set in stone. They're all timelines. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. Thank you. I really, really appreciate you coming on again. And before we get off here, I do have a track from Unlike Saturn. Vitality Exposed is going to bring us fading into gray today. Uh, I actually picked this track up off a royalty-free playlist on YouTube from one of my favorite guys. Unlike Pluto is unlike Saturn as well. So go check both of them out. We will see you on our next episode. And I love all of you so, so much. This is the Hoosier Media Network, your home for podcasting.